uh, folks i hope everybody is doing good under this corona crisis and uh, we want to talk mainly about uh, the start of the ramadan the month of fasting uh, which is uh, practiced uh, all over the muslim world in uh, pakistan though this has turned into a big drama and hoopla and uh, we see the tv channels and the mullahs and uh, many of the educated pakistanis uh, only talking about <coughs> the benefits of fasting without uh, actually exhibiting it uh, when we see uh, what has happened in pakistan because of the uh, religious imposition of uh, ziaul haq and the absolute slavery being displayed every day uh, by pakistanis towards uh, arab ideology uh, since 1979 the afghan war we have seen an unnecessary fervor and uh, drama in every religious activity uh, and before uh, that we were celebrating fasting in a very humble way and uh, very peaceful and uh, living very well among all the minorities the hotels were open uh, people can uh, go inside and eat inside if they need to sick people can get medication if they need to the non muslims they can eat and drink whatever they like but everything ended after when the zia regime sold itself for free to arab cause <clears throat> and definitely when there is an arab cause there is a mullah cause and we saw mullahs who were walking on foot and at the most driving bicycle uh, now having uh, mercedes and pajeros and all that amenities and uh, luxuries of the world uh, their weight has tripled they used to be not that big of a, a belly uh, size but everything looks like in this uh, country is working for mullahs and corrupts and of course uh, the military who created these uh, hooligans and uh, Uh, the madrasas which uh, one of the minister in punjab once said the uh, the universities of illiteracy and was uh, later removed <coughs> from his office for some other reasons now if we see fasting uh, and the history of it we will note that fasting has been very common in almost every religion <clears throat> the the fast they are with the uh, humility they fast for their personal uh, improvement uh, in uh, mental peace and uh, uh, create uh, an atmosphere of understanding but in pakistan the the ramadan is become a havoc a tragedy because <clears throat> uh no drinking is allowed outside 
and uh, in 2015 we saw over 15,000 people were uh, killed because of the heat strokes in Karachi, India, Sindh, and some other part of the country. Now, if you talk to a mullah or any Islamic-minded person, he will say, "Oh, you know, Quran emphasizes very much on human rights and human life in particular, <clears throat> and it says that one life of a human being is more important than the whole universe." Now, we see over 1,500 universes died in Pakistan in 2015, but nobody said or asked the government to change the law and make it a civilized law. If we look into the other uh, Muslim countries, we will see that none of the country uh, does what Pakistan does. It has become uh, a joke even in Muslim world and has self-destructed it from within. Uh, nobody asked uh, Pakistanis to act so stupidly and impose on themselves uh, a 7th century culture or an Arab culture which is uh, so barbaric, anti-woman, anti-minority and so on that we face big troubles and big questions among the international community that where this country is going and sometimes they put a lot of doubts whether we really need to exist as a country. Uh, in one of the uh, OIC uh, meetings, <coughs> the General Secretary, which was, I believe, uh, a, a Turkish, uh, said that uh, we tried in the Western world <coughs> to uh, control the Islamic phobia and uh, the blasphemy uh, ideology but they refused and said that this is part of their human rights and they have freedom of expression in their country and they cannot do that. So we Muslim countries should make our own laws, but not like Pakistan. Now listen to this. When a Turkish Muslim minister says that we should make our own blasphemy laws and advised the countries not to follow Pakistan or not to make laws so stupid that we become a laughing stock. So think about it and see what can be done, if anything. Now, coming back to fasting, we know that uh, fasting brings uh, very dangerous trains in Pakistan. Uh, the the uh, uh, what we call it <clears throat> the productivity of the labor, uh, which is already thirty percent of this of the uh, tech of the modern world or industrial world, <clears throat> goes down to sixteen percent. The economy, which is only four hundred billion dollar, uh, shrinks during this month, and the people don't want to work. On top of that. We have poor and lower middle class, which is 60% of the country, uh, goes in big trouble and their budget goes out of range. Now, the main thing to see that why uh, the mullahs will tell you that this is uh, 
very beloved month uh, of uh, Allah and Allah will reward whatever we uh, give money to uh, mullahs and uh, other who are needy and then it's very important that we give as much as possible. The reason being uh, the mullahs and the madrasas and all the religious institutions make 60 to 80 percent of their budget during this month. So it is not actually uh, the Allah who loves this month, but it is Mullah who loves it. But it's a big economic drain on Pakistan and the country who need to work 24 hours a day to even keep up with the uh, developed world or become a nice civilized country. We only work averagely three hours a day and the productivity, as I said, goes down to 16%. So we lose the whole month. The dilemma of uh, Pakistani is that his country loses 20% of his labor time, work hours, in these religious uh, rituals. And even in Muslim countries, uh, these rituals are not uh, played or uh, done with this kind of fervor and stupidity. What can we do about it? Think about it. And then in Ramazan, we see these TV channels where the uh, commercial anchors, the uh, entertainers, they become mullahs and they start being nathwan and then they want to do the recitation of Quran, which none of word they understand. And all this is going to cross every civilized limit, so much so that uh, a stupid guy uh, even distributes uh, little children to parents who are infertile. I mean, think about it, using Ramadan to go to that level of immorality that we are distributing uh, innocent kids and we don't know these kids are really legally adaptable or who was the parent but to just to have a TV rating uh, these people are really crossed every limit. It's about time we put some kind of rain on this. Folks, the worst use of a religion is in politics. Uh, Islam has always been used as a political tool and even today, in modern times, it is being used for political power and influence. Because a religion allows an absolute kingship or theocratic system, every Muslim or Arab dictator, corrupt king or what, loved it. In Islam, the Sharia system is the worst system of governing as it creates an order where only one person has absolute authority and the advice in Quran which says obey God, prophet and your ruler is widely misused by these people. The ruler called Khalifa, king etc. has all the administrative, judicial and legislative control. No one can depose or retire him until he breathes his last. 
even in coma or paralysis you can't get a new ruler or king and we saw this in saudi arabia where last three kings were bedridden king fahad was in bed for 10 years same in iran a theocratic country now where khomeini mullah was sick for 5 years but no replacement until he died the control of mullah in in iran in 20th century is 20th century is worth tragedy for a great nation iran had thousands of years of glorious past and once was a powerhouse in middle east it was the strongest country but now has been turned into rubbish with absolute poverty and desperation all around we'll talk about this in later podcast this is what islam has done to many other countries when used in modern times because islam is not the solution it is the problem coming back to mecca and saudi arabia uh the, the saudis they used it as a political tool in full muslim countries to have mecca centric politics and this ideology helped them in oil blackmail with other countries and befill the rich while the third world including all muslim countries faced economic destabilization and poverty doubled Historically we know Mecca was a revered place with for Muslims for last 1500 years but hardly anyone used to go there from few hundred to ballooning to 2 million plus is a systematic drama evolved after oil boom and the petrodollar invested by Saudis on Arabs as well as non-Arabs in pakistan for example saudis invested 200 million dollar to just build a mosque where we already had thousands of mosques in the country this mosque was built in islamabad where all people can do is waste their valuable time instead of in, instead invest instead of investing in education technology technology or helping poors they created useless vast place to be called the largest mosque in the world at that time there are thousands of mosques which create brand ads only this one no different and saudis got their money back many times over as the mosque created mecca lovers and they went for hajj spending millions for nothing and in holy land they only got disgrace and hardship mullah tells them allah invited them and will bless them with his cool face instead they only face brutality and death now it has become a social tradition and a fashion to do umrah and hajj in pakistan and millions Uh, do it every year they definitely do smuggling but as but bring the disgrace from that holy land to pakistan 
which they don't tell to anybody. What basically masks do is that create inferiority complex, guilt, convince they must pray and to an imaginary deity called Allah to forgive their so-called sins. Not just for them, but even their forefathers as well and do Hajj in their name as well. So it's like a good money-making plan for Saudis, which is working pretty well. Since the oil boom, Saudis created the idea of centralized Islam, which was never practiced in Arab or Muslim world. And every town and city has its own Islam, living under their traditions. They were mostly peaceful and lived happily among other faiths. Mecca-centric Islam, propagated by Saudis, created only chaos, killings, hate and destruction. Their insistence of united celebration of Eid traditions only created divide. For 1500 years, Muslims, Muslims communities had peacefully enjoyed the celebration in their community with peace. Now, due to the idea of centralization, every Muslim country is in pieces of hate. Mecca was never the center of Islam. Even Prophet Muhammad dished it. He came back to Medina after when he conquered it. No Arab ruler made their policies Mecca-centric. They kept moving their capital close to their supporters. Even Medina was dished after 40 years because of its political insignificance and abundance of troublemaking mullahs. During Abbasid time, we saw some good scientific and cultural progress due to secular politics, policies, and Quran and Sunnah sideline for personal use only. Every Muslim, including Mullah and, and Islamic-minded crooks, call it golden age of Islam. There were over 100 fiqhs as compared to the four or five we have today and 100 groups in Muslims living as per their, their teachings and faith. Once the, the Abbasids became weak after Mo Mongol invasion, the United Islam drama started and infiltrated throughout the Muslim world. The progressive and scientific-minded people were targeted and made to run. That is how orthodox mentality took over the Muslim mind and they, they mentally, I'm sorry, they took over the Muslim mind and they could never achieve freedom of expression or human rights. They kept on digging the grave, which they are still doing it. But following Mecca-centric ideology for, for, of Wahhabis, whose only aim in life is to fool Muslims and make money. And the mullah, who are basically their agents, are helping them.
Muslims never realize that these Arab foot soldiers who carry this Mecca flag and threaten everyone who dare to question them never work a day in their life. We had and still have some uh, low IQ Muslim intellectuals who believe and propagate pan-Islamism, making Mecca as its base. And this started in 19th century after the occupation of India by one of the greatest nation on earth, the British. They claimed that if all Muslims unite, they can again be the greatest. They failed to understand that Islam and its ruler from 7th century till today were never united. The early success of Arabs or later Turks, Mughals, etc. was nothing but imperialism. They had nothing for common people, including Muslims. Only mullahs and kings created large palaces and mosques. Average person was always miserable. Only after democracies prospered and power to run the country transferred from mullah and Allah or clergy and God to human beings that the average life of every citizen became, became meaningful and state was responsible to protect everyone. That created great nation states not allowed in theocracy, Islam, Christianity, etc. The ideology created great society and forward-looking ideology, the best ever for this world. When the low IQ Islamic ideologists who really had no idea how harmful Islam can be, continued this destructive idea, it only helped Arabs and mullahs. We have examples of Jalaluddin Afghani, Iqbal, Modudi, Allama Mashraqi, Sir Sayyid, Hali, Zafrullah Khan, and many more who wasted their time in this fake and harmful idea. They did not even know that never in the history of Arabs or Muslim rulers trusted each other or helped each other. They fought all their life for their power and greed. Even brother killed brother, killed their fathers, and killed anybody who objected to their uh, way of uh, expensive living at the cost of poors. So, I believe that conf- that uh, with I, I believe with confidence that Mecca should be demoted as it is nothing but Saudi money-making exhibition. The idea of Hajj, Hajj and Umrah is, is nothing but crime against poors of Pakistan in general and the whole Muslim world in particular. All the money Muslims spend on this visit should be used to end poverty and education because a lot of that money is used to make palaces and spend on prostitution and alcohol by Saudis. This is not a deserving expense of this hard-earned money of Muslims. 
we have hundreds of holy places all over the Muslim world where you can find Allah who will listen to your prayers. And these great people converted more to Islam than Muhammad and his associates. Make your choice. Talk to you later.